You're listening to Through the Fire Podcast, where we talk about trauma, transparency, and triumph. Has a life-altering event left you confused, broken, and bruised? Guess what? You're not alone, and this is not the end. Join us as we discuss experiences with traumatic and tragic seasons, what we're learning, how we're overcoming, and how you can too. We're your hosts, Montez Dove and Cedricia Thomas, and we're talking beauty for ashes, y'all. YOLO. YOLO meaning you only live once. So, Dreesy, according to Google, YOLO is an acronym meaning you only live once. And it's used to express the view that one should make the most of the present moment without worrying about the future. Now, YOLO is not a new term or a new phrase or a new acronym. It's been casually used for years. The acronym actually exploded to become a huge trend in pop culture, largely thanks to Canadian music artist Drake. Drake, who featured the acronym in his hip-hop single, The Motto, in 2011. In this explicit song, Drake and featured artists, they're rapping about sex, they're rapping about money, alcohol, and drugs. And just the one safe line that I can repeat, (laughs) it says, quote, YOLO, and we bout it every day, every day, every day, and we don't care about what anybody's saying. So YOLO, they are rapping about a lifestyle of carefree living. I know a lot of people, you know, young people, older people, they can relate to that. It's like, yeah, I only live once. So, you know, I'm going to enjoy this life. I'm going to party. I'm going to do, you know, just whatever I want to do. So just like Drake and the featured artists are talking in the song, in the culture we live in today, there are lots of partying. People are also spending lots of money. They're buying things, they're shopping, they're buying the latest and greatest, you know, at any given time. Also, what comes with the party and people are drinking, they're enjoying themselves and they're doing everything they're big enough to do. They're getting it in. But like I say, by the time of this episode, I just hope we have a different awareness about life, maybe a different perspective on life and just how we can live life to the fullest in the most productive and positive way. Now, it's nothing wrong with the things that I've said about partying and shopping and all this. And nothing's wrong with all of that in moderation. And I'm definitely not, you know, condemning or criticizing anyone. But it could be a time that someone needs to hear this because they've been doing this in excessive ways. And maybe it's time for them to maybe correct some of the way they've been living or possibly make some adjustments. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. In the word of God, it says there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. That's Romans 8 and 1. So by no means am I like pointing a finger at anyone or coming down on anyone, how they're living, because we're all, like I say, in this together. We've all been at different phases and stages of life, but it does come a time where we have to mature 
We have to live wisely. We have to live the best lives that we can. Because just like it says, YOLO, we do. We only live once. So we need to live our best lives. Okay, so when I was talking about correction, sometimes we need correction. Each one of us, it comes across at different times. I know there's been times in my life that I've needed correction. I don't know about you, Dreesy, but absolutely. It comes that time. In Hebrews 12, 6 through 11 says, for whom the Lord loves, he chastens. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It also says in Proverbs 3 and 12, for whom the Lord loves, he corrects. Mm-hmm. Just as a father, the son in whom he delights. So when it comes down to correction, correction is not a negative thing. Correction can actually lead to growth. Mm-hmm. It sure can. Yeah. If we be open and we're teachable and we're just open to correction, like I said, it can easily lead to growth. And even though you are living it up, some of you are living it up right now in the present. I just want to remind you that there is a future because I know, you know, maybe a lot of times younger people, they are really in the moment. They are really not giving a whole lot of thought to future events. Just they're not really planning too much for the future. They're just kind of living in the moment. But I just want you to know that the no limits, the no boundaries lifestyle, it does have consequences. So all that fun, you know, Drake and the featured artists were talking about in the song that's happening, that's going down. But little do you know, or maybe you do know, that for every decision that we make, there are consequences. And the decisions you make today will surely affect your tomorrow. They can affect you temporarily. They can affect you for a lifetime. And sometimes your decisions can even affect your destiny and God. So some of you right now, you know, probably reflecting on some decisions you've made, and you know this to be true. But your life will be a sum total of the decisions that you've made. So decisions are very important. So I encourage you to make good ones. So, Dreesy, you know, when it comes to making good decisions, it's kind of hard for some people just to make the right decisions sometimes. And I know it's a probably a collection of things that help people make better decisions or wiser decisions. How can we be sure to make good decisions when it comes to some of these things that are presented before us each day? I think that you have to make sure that you have sound guidance and wisdom around you. I think that bouncing ideas off of someone that you feel like is more mature than you or maybe has been where you are is always a good thing to do. Uh, to make sure that you are making your decisions in a way that will be healthy for you, that will be healthy for the people around you as well, and that will positively affect and impact the people around you and yourself. So bouncing ideas off of people and utilizing the people around you can be helpful. Because a lot of times, if you're just basing it just off of your decision-making skills, then you may keep going down that rabbit hole. You need someone else to even correct you at times. I mean, you need someone else's perspective to make sure that you are making those proper decisions along the way. 
That's very good. In James 1, 5, it says, if any of you lacks wisdom, you should ask God who gives generously to all without finding fault and it will be given to you. And Proverbs 2, 6 says, for the Lord gives wisdom and from his mouth come knowledge and understanding. So just like Dreesy said, you can surround yourself or you can seek out a person who has more experience, a person who has already done the thing or attempted the thing that you're trying to do. You can ask that person and, you know, you can just always pray about things and get guidance as well. So that's what God is saying. That if you lack wisdom, ask him. Now, YOLO, when we think about the perspective of how it's presented in the song, YOLO is actually a worldly mindset. It's a worldly mindset. And it takes me to the scripture, 1 John 2.16. It says, for all that is in the world is the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life. And all of this is not of the Father, but of the world. So these are worldly ways of thinking. And the worldly mindset will always contradict a kingdom mindset. A worldly mindset is influenced by darkness and a kingdom mindset is influenced by light. So I asked the question today, which mindset will you choose? When we're talking about this one life, I just want to chime in on a couple things here. I want to encourage you to don't waste your youth. Don't waste your youth. Like I said, a lot of times when you're young, you're not really thinking about getting older. You're not really thinking about life in the future or how it may be different. And when I'm talking about don't waste your youth, I'm also talking about don't waste your strength. Don't waste your vibrancy. If you keep on living, you're going to get older. And the way that things are today, they're not going to be like that. As the aging process kicks in, as time kicks in, you actually lose strength. So don't waste your youth on just a bunch of frivolous things. Use that strength to make some progress and to get ahead. Also, I want to encourage people, don't waste your time. Time is your most precious commodity. Time is something you can't get back. You know, so a lot of times we waste in time. We waste in time in relationships that aren't going anywhere. Wasting a whole lot of time on social media. Just wasting a whole lot of time just chilling. Some people, you know, they just chilling. Mm-hmm. But that's just precious time that you're not going to get back. So I encourage you to make a schedule for your time and use your time wisely. I also want to encourage you to take advantage of opportunities. Opportunities won't always present themselves as you get older. So take advantage of opportunities. Don't waste your resources. Don't waste your money. Don't waste your money buying the latest and greatest all the time, which I can't really tell anyone what to do with their finances. But, you know, the wise thing to do would be to save some money, to put aside some money for a rainy day, to save some money for a future, to invest your money and not just buy things that are depreciating, but put it aside to invest in some things that are appreciating in value. 
Don't waste your life. You only have one. Don't just wander through life aimlessly. You should live an intentional and impactful life. You should live a life of purpose and on purpose. I personally want the younger version of you to be looking out for the older version of you. Live your life that the younger version of you is looking out for the older version of you because it is coming. I looked at this article. It was written by Mr. Chris Muller from Faith Bible Church Media Library. And he wrote an article called Carpe Diem, Cease the Day. And in this article, he talked about back in the day how ships had lookouts who stood in the crowd's crow's nest on the highest place on the mast in order to spot trouble. The Titanic had two lookouts the night it sank, but it was traveling too fast for the warnings from the lookouts to do any good. They could not avoid hitting the iceberg, regardless of the warning. So he was encouraging us, just like the lookouts for a ship, you need to be like a lookout over your own life. You should watch where you're going. You should take note of where you're heading. Be careful how you live and the direction of your lifestyle. Be careful how you walk. So I just want to ask the question, are you going to make the most of your life or are you going to waste your life? Are you going to live your life recklessly or are you going to live your life in a responsible way? So also there's an article by Mr. Chris Muller and he pointed out Ephesians 5.16 and it says to make the most of our time. 516, it says, make the most of our time. And he pointed out that when Paul was saying this, make the most of our time, he was not necessarily talking about chronos time, just time that's measured in hours and minutes and seconds. He was actually talking about time that was measured in Kairos. Kairos time is measured with boundaries or fixed seasons. So that pretty much means that our life is not just based off minute by minute time. It's actually meaning that it's a season of time, that we're only here for a season and a window of time. Yeah. You know, it's very important how we use our time, very important how we use our life, Mm -hmm. how we spend our life. Deuteronomy 30, 19 says today. I have given you the choice between life and death, blessings and curses. Another version says, choose obedience or disobedience, knowing that one choice would lead to life and the other choice would lead to death. So basically, that's just saying that we got many choices in front of us to make each day, and we can choose whether these choices lead us to life or whether these choices we make lead us to destruction. Because as fun as that song is, like I said, again, our choices have consequences. And a lot of times, you know, the behaviors that are in different songs or the behaviors that we live out, you know, they aren't talked about very much, but on the back end of some of those things, there are different consequences. Mm -hmm. Yes, ma'am. 
I'm just trying to, you know, put some things out there to get us to really thinking about life, take it a little bit more seriously. I was reading another article. It's from Compass Rose Academy. And it says, Finding New Meaning in YOLO. And this is by Mr. Brad Wright. And Mr. Brad, he put an example up. And he said, what does 23,375 mean to you? 23,375. He says, it's the average number of days a person has to live if you're basing it off of 75 years. Mm-hmm. He says, if you are 16 years old, you have already lived 5,840 days and you have 21,535 days left. He says, what will you do with those days? You only live once. He says, if you are 50 years old, you have lived 18,250 days, and you have 9,125 days left. What will you do with those days? You only live once. So Ephesians 5, 15 through 17, it says, be very careful then how you live, not as unwise, but wise, making the most of every opportunity because the days are evil. Therefore, do not be foolish, but understand what the Lord's will is. Wow. So he broke it on down, huh? He broke it on down in numbers. In our days are numbered. That's right. You have one life, live it well. Yes. And time waits for absolutely no one. I think that a lot of times we arrogantly say that we have time, but we don't know that. Well, I'll have time to do that. Oh, I'll do this another day in a year. And we don't know how long we're going to be on here. So I think, or on this earth. So it's important to be intentional and strategic, like you said, and to make the memories as well and to place our time where it's needed. So with loved ones and in making a difference. I know a lot of people say that when someone dies, they're not asking necessarily for the party, the alcohol, the drinks, the good time, the work, the title, the job. They're asking for the people. So making sure that we are placing our time with loved ones, making a difference in other people's lives, and also fulfilling our purpose, I think is where we should be spending our time and making sure that there's a balance. You know, it's still good to enjoy life. And we're not saying don't enjoy life, but there should be a healthy and a proper balance. There should definitely be a healthy and a proper balance. And don't waste your dreams. Don't waste your talents on the YOLO mentality that is out there. We probably all heard that when you pass by a cemetery, they say that that is the richest place in the world because there are a lot of unlived dreams there and a lot of purpose unfulfilled there. So making sure you have that balance, fulfill your purpose, live out your dreams, all while, yes, having a good time and pouring into other people and spending time with your loved ones, I think will provide a life well lived. That's right. Well said. All right. And we're about to close it out, but I just want to hit on this again. The phrase carpe diem. Carpe diem is a Latin phrase that comes from the Roman poet. Horace, and it literally means to pluck the day. Pluck the day, though it's usually translated cease the day. 
So each day, don't take any day for granted. Don't waste any day. Live your life to the fullest. In John 9, 4, it says we must quickly carry out the task assigned to us by the one who sent us. So, you know, that right there tells me that I'm not just here because my parents decided to get together. I'm actually here to perform a assigned task by the one who sent me. The scripture also said that night is coming and then no one can work. A different version says, I must work the works of him who sent me while it is day. The night is coming when no man can work. That's good. I know I always say that one of my biggest fears is to leave the earth full. And when I say full, I don't mean full in a life we'll live because I definitely want to live full in that way, but full in the sense of not dying empty. So not having done all I was supposed to do. And so with this idea of you only live once, yes, it's the YOLO mentality that's in the Drake song, but I hope that it's also a reminder to people to live life well and to really be intentional with how you live your life. So I want to read this poem called The Dash by Linda Ellis. It says here, I read of a man who stood to speak at the funeral of a friend. He referred to the dates on the tombstone from the beginning to the end. He noted that first came the date of birth and spoke of the following date with tears. But he said what mattered most of all was the dash between those years. For that dash represents all the time they spent alive on earth. And now only those who love them know what that little line is worth. For it matters not how much we own, the cars, the house, the cash. What matters is how we live and love and how we spend our dash. So think about this long and hard. Are there things you like to change? For you never know how much time is left that can still be rearranged. To be less quick to anger and show appreciation more and love the people in our lives like we've never loved before. If we treat each other with respect and more often wear a smile, remembering that this special dash might only last a little while. So when your eulogy is being read, with your life's actions to rehash, would you be proud of the things they say about how you live, Jordash? That's good. That's mm -hmm. really good. So, you know, with all that being said, you should have an urgency to do something productive with your life. You should prioritize and spend your life on things and people that matter because there are absolutely no do-overs. And therefore, live a life of no regrets. And just like the lotto motto says, play responsibly. When it comes to life, I want you to live responsibly. So yeah, YOLO. You only live once. So how you living? Thank you again. We hope you got some from this episode. I hope it changed your perspective a little bit. Maybe you will need to make some adjustments to get the most out of this life. But just remember, we're all in this together and we're overcoming. And you can too. Thank you for joining us this week on Through the Fire podcast. You can check us out on Instagram and Facebook at Through the Fire podcast. You can also connect with Montez at The Poetic INSP 
and on Facebook as Montez Dove. You can connect with Cedricia on Instagram and Facebook at Cedricia Thomas. Be sure to subscribe to the show to catch new episodes every Thursday and leave us a comment or review. Thank you for listening and see you next week.